I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff. This is Travis! Welcome to Undesign. Travis, what's going on, buddy? You know, I'm I'm back here for another podcast with you, buddy. That's what's going on. That's right. Uh, do you want to fight about it? You want to fight about it? Um, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of a pacifist, but all right. I mean, if, if you got to fight, you got to fight. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're a pacifist because then you're going to be ready for today's topic because you rolled a oh, thing. Oh yeah, I rolled. Uh, I rolled. Uh, I guess the number today is 28, and that was making a game without combat or playing in games without combat or something like that. What yeah. what the hell is this, man? Yeah, so let me break this down. Let's let's start with the 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 playing in a game without combat. So I think that from the earliest sort of inceptions of role playing, uh, there's been two major strains of kind of topics that that people generally uh, are 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 exploring in these games, right? Like the the combat stuff. The the Gygaxian strain, right? The other is more from the Arneson Blackmore thing of where it was just them recreating a, a sort of medieval town and walking around and talking. They didn't really have fights and stuff like that. They was just everybody had a role and they talked. It was proto-LARPing, mm-hmm. right? And there's probably a third pillar that's just general exploration, and exploration can be defined here as literally like geographic exploration or, you know, exploration of lore or mysteries or stuff like that. But let's set that to the side for the moment or or, or it can be part of this. So okay. to me, the exploration part and the social part, those other two pillars, talking to people, interacting with NPCs, learning, growing, solving mysteries, doing all this stuff. There's no combat to that. There's no fighting. Right. Sure. Okay. And, I mean, there, I suppose, I suppose there could be. Um, there could be. There doesn't have to be, is what I mean. But there doesn't have to be. Certainly, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Right. So my thought here with this one is, and the reason I put it as making a game originally is because I'm fascinated by the idea of both playing in games and making an entire game, which is a much bigger leap, right? Mm-hmm. That are either extremely combat light, or just don't have combat at all as a right. concept, right? Right. So, like, okay, so if we're, like, talking about making a game without without combat, like, you're talking about, okay, well, I'm going to make, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to make up, like, an RPG, and it's about being a lawyer, all right? Sure, And yeah. lawyering is the main, the main focus of, of, of the, of the stuff in the game. Yep. And interacting with the world around you and how the world around you interacts with it, the law, and how, how you deal with that, you know, you're, 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 you go out and do your Harvey Birdman thing, right? Uh-huh. And there's no like punching, kicking, shooting, sword wielding, like no. magic fire in your face and stuff. Well, unless you're men talk, the mind taker. You might, I think he shoots people or something. But so, so like you make a game like that. Um, and it's very difficult to do, right? Because you, you can't always keep everyone engaged. Certain kinds of psychographic profiles engaged easily with a game like that and other mm-hmm. people would be more difficult to keep in a game like that right yeah i think that's probably true let me give you another example if maybe the lawyer game i, I think you're dead on with that but let me give you another example well i say i say i said lawyering because lawyering is conflict without without fighting 
right? Absolutely. No, 100% it is. Yeah, you're, you're, it's a great example of like where there's and, – and moreover, there's formal rules, right? Right. Into, into how you go about the process, regardless of sort of time period. Uh, there's always sort of the – because you're operating within some kind of formal legal system, there are strictures by which you, you must behave, right? So let me give you another example. Travis, have you ever watched Hercule Poirot or Miss Marple or any Agatha Christie-based television show? I am I am highly aware of them, but I have not watched them. All right. Well, one, I would highly recommend them. They are available on multiple streaming services. And, okay. Uh, and the Poirot series that's I out there. I assume they're, they're old-school detective shows, right? Old-school detective shows. Classic detective shows. Mm-hmm. You know, not— Poirot doesn't get in fist fights. Right. right. Murder Miss- she wrote, you know, murder she wrote, right? So yeah. like, she's she's not fighting people with her hands. She's not doing the fisticuffs. She's not even shooting anybody. No. It's about solving a mystery, dealing with people, and exploring the world, right? Exactly. You know, Miss Marple, the detective. Well, I love the Miss Marple series. It's fantastic. But Miss Marple is in like her late 50s, early 60s, you know, and she's a tiny woman. She doesn't get in fisticuffs, right? She's not taking people down with a sword. Okay, she it's by wit and skill alone does she bring the criminals mm-hmm. to justice, right? By unpacking this mystery. And you, I'm, I'm sure you could go. There, there are lots of ways. Like there are lots of games that this would work for, right? Like you, you could do that. You could do lawyers. You could do lots of, lots of CBS television shows. Like you could do firemen, right? Right. Sure. There doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be any any combat involved in being a, a an emergency you know worker of some kind. Yep. Um. Uh, th- there's there's stuff that you can do. Um, is it as is it would it be as good as games with combat though? That's the interesting question here, right? Uh, is how much does combat provide some kind of useful dopamine hit? So let's well, how separate. Much does, the... I just want to know right right off right off the bat, how much does it matter to you? How much does combat matter to you in a game? Like you're playing in it, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're running it. I'm not saying you're creating a game. I'm saying you're playing in a game. Yep. How much does combat matter to you? In other, and let me let me refine your question a little more. Please do. I am playing in a game that has a combat system, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, like yeah, that's sure. in yeah. the rules. Yep there 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 are rules on how to how to accomplish the fighting. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. How much does combat matter to me? The answer is some. I do like it, right? I mean, I think we all do. It's it's a lot of what is written on your character sheet in many games mm-hmm. right so if i was to say you're going to play D D, right like that's uh, sure. the game we're going to call that the game okay it matters some right it matters some yeah i would say it matters to me too and that's it's 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 not you know it's a little surprising coming from me but i i would i would i would say it matters a little bit i would want to fight some like that's what i expect when i walk into but some fighting sure um now what i'm gonna say that like you're going to play rifts, no fighting. Again, probably the same feeling like, yeah, it would matter. I like it, but it wouldn't have to be a, uh, or something like that. We could play rifts. Uh, we could, you know, various versions of vampire and stuff like that. Like you can pick your poison. I like the idea of having combat as a thing that can sometimes happen. Mm -hmm. And I like it to happen sometimes because it does generally feel good. But I also don't place a huge value on it. Like I have played in some extremely combat light slash no combat games. 
and found them compelling, mm-hmm. right? But then it really, here's what I'll say. Let me maybe answer it like this. Combat is a shortcut to high investment and high tension, right? Okay. It's, it's easy because real damage is being dealt. Lives are on the line. Things suddenly matter a lot when swords start getting, you know, swung around or, you know, PPCs are getting fired in the air or whatever, right? Um, Things suddenly matter a lot. And, and like, the the stakes are very clearly defined immediately. Mm -hmm. And, And there's immediate suspense, surprise, tension, all that kind of stuff. When you're doing it without combat, it puts a much higher onus on the story, right? It certainly because, takes a lot more finesse. Yeah, because they have to create that intention solely through the narrative, mm-hmm. right? And that's narrative a higher and interaction. It's very difficult. Very difficult. Yeah. Uh, can you name a game that 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 is like doesn't have combat, like an RPG? That doesn't have combat at all. I, there like, has to be like a game that, that that you are aware of. It doesn't have, like obviously that that has to exist. Like I, I'm sure there's a kids RPG out there somewhere that doesn't have combat or whatever. Um, I I don't know. It maybe like there's got to be, but I can't personally. I can't like like I started thinking about it when when we rolled up the topic, yep. which was just a few minutes ago, and and I have not been able to come up with an answer. Like a game that doesn't have combat. Outside of the game we made, like, like we, like, but, but we have rules in there for it. So does it matter? No, I, no, that doesn't even count. So I don't, I don't know if I can think of one. Yeah, even, even our game, game system that you're referencing, NGS, is ostensibly one of the most combat-like games, right? Because it right. has very low crunch around combat, right? But it still has rules for it. Yep. Like you can still get in fights and I've played lots of games of NGS and you know what, in all of them, we had at least some amount of combat. Now it was a more minimal part. I'll openly say, sure. right. Uh, when it's minimized in the rules, it was also minimized in the play. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it was still there. We got in fights. They happened <laughs> and they were fun. Right. Okay. Uh, like, I think that, uh, in general, combats have this kind of stress relief, high tension, cool reward to them. There really is what I, what it, my passing joke earlier about the dopamine hit. Right. I you, think you, get re- an, you get an immediate release once, once it's over too. Like, like yeah. once the fight ends and you've won and you have results, there are some results like immediate results. Here's the results. That feels good for a reason, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think there's just something cool to it. Like it feels good. You feel in your character, right? That you wouldn't feel like you're using in most of these games that are designed with combat as a component. <clears throat> so, are you, so are you saying that, are, are you saying that um, you, you wouldn't suggest making a game without combat or play, or if you're playing a game without combat, strap in because it's going to be rough? No, I wouldn't say that. I, so, so let me let me answer it this way. No, I think you could absolutely do this, but I think you have to set your expectations accordingly. Mm. Because, so playing so games. Do you, without, do you still in, do you still invite Timmy to play? No, oh, Timmy, who just likes to smash things and wants yeah. to keep it that way. I don't know. Maybe sure. Let t- give Timmy say, a chance. Yeah. Do you say? Do you say, Tim? Look, 
look, bud, this is going to be, I mean, there's going to be a lot of talking. All right. And right, there's sure. not going to be a lot, not going to be a lot of, a lot of the, a lot of the punching going on. So, you know, maybe if you want, you could go play Warhammer with your other friends tonight, you know, if, but you can right. just come play with us, but you can go play Warhammer if you'd, if you'd rather go do that. Right. No, I think that's a really good point. Like if you're going to go down this road, uh, in any kind of game, you have to set expectations early. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, because otherwise you're going to get people who show up with sort of combat bored out of their skull for the entire game session or, or campaign or however long you intend to do that. Uh, so, so, so have you, have you had that happen before? Well, here's what I'll say. Uh, say, say, say you have a very, very low combat game and you had a player that's set up for, you know, wrecking face Uh and not necessarily for the role playing. Um, how did that turn out? Poorly because I failed to set expectations. Yes, mm-hmm. I have had this happen before, 100%. I, I would say I've done the same. Um, now, recently, okay, when I ran the, and I talked about this a little bit in some previous episodes, when I ran a marathon where everybody was playing golems, I was very clear with everybody that combat would be a part of the game, would be heavy interactions with on on like the social and exploration so people needed to have sort of a well-rounded group and set their expectations accordingly and have well-rounded characters who had you know interests and ties and connections to the world right right and that's how people showed up and the entire act one of that marathon (laughs) which was about mm, probably 13 to 16 hours of gameplay yep at least so let's call that four, four regular game sessions, right? Had zero combat. No attack rolls were like made. No dice rolls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no dice rolls of that kind were made for combat. People use skills, right? Sure. And so stuff like that. Interacting with the world stuff, yeah. Yeah, they did all sorts of exploration and mystery solving and social situations, and that was all over the place, right? That's completely Cer- what that part of it was. It's certainly a proof of concept that there are so many game sessions that both of us have run and people all across the world have run that haven't required combat to be fun, right? Like, I I am sure there are lots and lots of, say, White Wolf games people who have have gone to game sessions and not even rolled dice or done any fighting of any kind and have had a great time with it, right? 100%. It's totally doable with the right mindset, the right characters, the right group of people playing, um... But combat can really add something to the mix. Um, and that's why it's a part of most, and if not all, games, right? I think that's exactly correct. And I think if you're talking about you want to run a game that's very combat light, the, the point is well taken here that you have to set those expectations accordingly. Because a whole different type of character honestly suddenly becomes interesting. Mm. You know, if we take a if we take D and D, let's just again, just because it's sort of the common benchmark, right? But this is very true in games like uh, in something like MechWarrior or something like that as well. If you know you're going to be fighting a lot, then and you want to be a regular participant in the story, you probably want to take abilities and spells and make feat choices and build your character accordingly, right? Like the things you do will have at least some investment in that pillar. Right. Right. That doesn't mean that's 100 percent your character. That's not what I'm saying. 
I'm saying that you will do you will make investments in there. You will have some of that capability. But if you know that the game is going to be combat light slash slash combat non-existent, whole new swaths of characters open up that are more skill monkeys or really socially connected people or, or you know, more based solely on exploration or mystery solving or using feats that maybe don't as often get selected that are more about interaction and working with people and researching and, you know, stuff like that, right? That become suddenly highly more valuable in the marketplace of that game. Right. And so I think it only helps if you have that conversation with your players. I think there is a lot to explore here. And I think that it's easy to over rely on combat as a thing. So the uh, so the, uh, the other side of the coin, right? Whereas like making games that are all about combat, right? Yeah. That, that's a, that, that, that can be tedious for the other psychographic profiles. A hundred percent. I think it can get tedious to almost everybody, frankly, depending on how rote you are, right? Because well, I think it also depends on just how fun the underlying game mechanics are. Sure. Um, some games are really fun to roll dice and do stuff like that, right, and move stuff around on maps. Um, some games aren't. Like BattleTech is a blast. That is a fun game. Yep. Um, wh- whether or not you're role playing around it with Mech Warrior. Uh, it's still a fun game and it's, and it's, it's just fun to do and you can get caught up in that and not have a problem. Like yep. you can, you can be like, yeah, we're, we're, you know, this is a mech warrior game, but we're having most of the fun doing the battle tech fights. So let's just do some fights right. and have it be narratively relevant. But that's, that's the backdrop, right? Yep. Um, but then there are games that just don't have mechanically sound systems um, that, 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 that give you, um, the urge to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm sure you could name one. I can't name one off the top of my head. Um, but I know they exist because most games I would say are like this, um, where the combat's okay, but it's not good enough to carry me. Right. Um, that, and that's most games for me. Like like Vampire the Masquerade, there's no way. Like, I, the, the, the combat's just not that fun. Um, and... Um, Shadowrun, the, the combat's just not that fun. Like, there's just there's a lot of games that just it's not BattleTech, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, an interesting thing there about so the BattleTech example is interesting, right? Because generally, when you play, it's an outlier. yeah. Well, when you play BattleTech, or you you might even say something like Warhammer is really all about just fighting, right? That's what it is. It's about mm-hmm. putting sort of stuff together. Now, there's narrative that's around that, as you said, maybe as a shell where you're sort of playing out these things happening in the real world, yep. but ostensibly it's mostly just that. In both of those cases, where combat is sort of the whole shooting match, they're relatively long, engaged, detailed processes where, you know, if you're playing a game of Warhammer or you're, or you're getting a Battletech game on, you might only do one or two fights, as it the were, quote-unquote, yeah. the whole time in a night, right, uh, of, of gaming, because they are so detailed, so rich, and so sort of immersive of an experience. If you're playing something like D&D... You can only fight goblins so many times, right? The system doesn't have the same. I have a private problem with that level of it specifically, uh, because because to me, Dungeons and Dragons combat when is really really good. Um, It's very interesting. It's dynamic. Um, It has um, a a lot of a lot of meat on on that bone. Okay. Uh, And I actually think Dungeons and Dragons combat's very very fun. Um, But I, I think these are. This is not this is not an objective thing, right? 
I think um, some people will find something. Some people like Uno. Some people like Risk. Uh, some people like Axis and Allies, right? Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. They I'm don't, not, like Uno don't always like Axis and Allies. Sure. I, I'm in no way disparaging D&D combat. Look, I play D&D every week, so and I'm, I'm in. Like We get in plenty of fights, and I have a great time with it. I am at more simply if if literally your D&D game is sitting down and going through a dungeon fight after fight after fight after fight after fight for like four weeks straight. And it's mostly like uh, especially if it tends to be a lot of the same types of foes over and over again. Mm, right. Yeah. Now, that's just a bad game. Right. That's just a poorly run game. There's there's yes. a better version of that where you can have lots of different kinds of fights and different interesting things happening. But I think back to a D&D game we played in your house uh, when we were when we were younger, where the GM oh. just put us through the Underdark for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And like I, it had to be three or four game sessions where we were just it was nothing but fighting constantly. And I think Oof. I lost my mind and it translated Did through to my character. No, I think this was a different one of our friends who ran the oh, okay. game. All right. And I, was, I was racking my brain. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I, like, I, I just couldn't garbage. take it anymore because because we were we were going under some mountains in the Underdark. And it was just fight after fight after fight yeah, after yeah, yeah. fight after fight after fight after fight. And I'm, I'm sure. being repetitive. It was, like, it was like playing a video game. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, was it was like playing one of those. Been a video game. Yeah. Yes. Like one of those old schools, like playing Dragon Quest, right? Where it's just old school wandering around and then hearing the boing, 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 boing. So, but here's the thing. I think Hero Quest is a fun game. All right. Oh yeah, I, sure. I, I I like Hero Quest, and it has a lot of similarities to Dungeons and Dragons. And I like the combat rules and advancement in Dungeons and Dragons better than I like Hero Quests. Sure. Okay. So if you just have some characters, and and if you just played Dungeons and Dragons the same way that you played Hero Quest, um, I would still enjoy that. The same way I enjoy BattleTech being played as just BattleTech, right? As yes. opposed to not playing MechWarrior. Yep. No, I'm I'm with that. My point is just if you're going to go to a combat-heavy game, you, you still oh, have to work. Sorry. No, you're okay. I think you still have to work, right? What killed yes. us in that was that, one, it didn't feel like it was actually part of the story, mm -hmm. right? It was literally filling just time. us filling time because we were on the red line of travel trying to go to a place to do something narratively interesting, and this all felt like a distraction. Bad, number one. And then number two... Uh, the fights were very samey, right? Mm -hmm. There wasn't like some interesting stakes. You're fighting goblins. Oh, now you're fighting goblins with the shaman. Now you're fighting goblins with a Hulk, Hulky guy. And now you're exactly uh, now you're fighting kobolds. Oh, they have goblins. They're different goblins. Yeah. They have hob in front. Yes, that's how it was, right? And after like seriously a month of us playing this for hours, I what what happened was we came up to like a. I don't remember what it was, like a hobgoblin village or something. And the GM described the room as being like a a cave that they were in. It was men, women, and children and, or something like that. It was hobgoblins or somebody like that. And, you know, some ostensible underdark creature. And uh, apparently he had intended this to be a talky-talky encounter, but mm. they kind of were aggressive to us originally. And I was like, nope. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Rain, oh, my God. I remember this. No. foot height off of the angle. I'll bounce it. I, cal I calculated it out. I was like, I can... I can draw a swath with one bolt, 80% yeah. of the room. All the women and children will die instantly. I'm sick of this. We're moving on. Ouch. Yeah, and this, oh, that was so brutal. Yes. Where your character suddenly flips into mass murderer mode because I just is, couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, we had, we had this, the expectation had been set. 
right? And even though you and I are players who would think about these things and, and the, the consequences of such things, and our characters probably would think about these things, if I recall that character was a pretty intelligent character, um, like, you just Not let loose. Not a mass murderer, correct? Right. You just let loose. So you're, you're pushed over the edge, and I get it. Um, so, so don't make a game with too much combat, and probably don't make a game with not enough combat. Yeah, I think there is a balance here. I think all three pillars are valuable. Comes back what to I would balance. say is— All right, uh, Pygon. Indeed. Uh, what I would say as a sort of final note on the, on the making a game, like if you were trying to design a game like this exactly. that literally had no combat, I think my, my biggest piece of advice for a task like that would be uh, one, make sure you have lots of other interesting things for your PCs to grab onto, mm -hmm. to still have sort of selections and choices to make about their characters, decisions they're making that are valuable mm -hmm. in, in both like whatever kind of advancement system you have, as well as just moment to moment in the game, right? So they should still have choices that have impacts and and things that matter and understand that that game is always if, if like if you think this is going to be the next hottest D, &D you're wrong because this <laughs> is a valuable filler and like a lot of people at the basic level do like swinging swords around and fighting stuff but i think you could do an interesting thing around like being a miss marple or a poirot type detective or somebody like that right who has to sort of solve on their wits i think you could do something interesting around your firefighter example is actually a really cool one like there's some really interesting stuff that could be had right. that could be had there around interesting conflict without fighting. Yeah, and it wouldn't even have to all just be fighting fires, as it were. There could also be like arson investigation and and other you know kind of social elements to it, right? So that's kind of a really cool concept. You could have a political game, like literally yes. you working in the Senate or something like that, right? Where you're just trying to get your legislation and your bills passed to represent your constituents or or whatever. All of these things ostensibly involve no combat, but could be really cool for a role-playing game, just except that it's going to be niche, mm -hmm. right? And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with niche games. Yeah, niche games might, are great. It might be niche. It, it might indeed. But it can still be good. So, yeah, there you go. All right. Anything else we want to say on uh, on making and playing games without combat, or is that undesigned? I mean, that's pretty much undesigned. So let's get out of here. Go. Cool. All right. Well, very good. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We certainly do appreciate it. Uh, give us a rating review over on iTunes. That's always nice. Five stars. Recommend it to your friends. Uh, since as you're listening to this, you are likely still in some kind of lockdown shelter in place or being stuck at home. Hey, people are always hungry for content. So, uh, you know, make a recommendation. Share it out there. That's deeply appreciated. But as always, we thank you very much for listening to this one. And we'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.